Welcome to the Rachel Woosley Podcast. I'm an intuitive spiritual coach, meditation and breathwork teacher, and wellness entrepreneur. So if you're into wellness, mindset, spirituality, personal development, entrepreneurship, or anything woo-woo, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Rachel Woosley Podcast. I'm so excited to get on this adventure with you. It's been something um, that has been in the works for quite a while for me, and I'm just super happy that you're taking the time to spend a few minutes with me. So I want you to grab a cup of coffee, grab a glass of wine, depending on the day and time of day, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So I've always been on a spiritual journey because I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, but there was a significant time in about 2014 that really changed the direction, not just of my spiritual life, but my whole life um, as I had known it. Uh, My family and I went through what I would consider a very traumatic experience. Now I find it one of the greatest blessings that we've ever had in our life. We, in essence, really lost everything. We lost our source of income. We lost a sense of who we were. We lost identities. We lost friends. We lost coworkers. We lost a lot of things that we had spent many, many, many years building, creating, designing, um, and thinking that we were going to do for the remainder of our life. We had a passion um, to serve and to help people, and then all of a sudden that was taken away from us, and I am... At the time, I wasn't very happy about the situation. I will honestly admit that. I was super angry. I was super bitter. I was super hurt by the whole experience. And I was really, really upset, not at the external factors, but I was really upset about myself. And through that process, for me personally, as Rachel, I realized I had created this whole identity of myself on things I really didn't believe, I really didn't like. I didn't like who I was. I didn't like who I'd become. Um, I had put myself in what I call this neat little package and that had a beautiful bow on it. And I pretended to everybody on the outside world that everything was wonderful, but they had no idea what was really going on inside of Rachel and some of the things that I had been dealing with, not only as a child, but a young adult, as a parent, as a wife, as a a business person, humanitarian, all of the things that, and the hats that I put on to check off boxes. And that's really what I did. I was checking off boxes and I realized the boxes weren't even my boxes. They were other people's boxes. They were other people's ideas. They were other people's feelings and the way of doing things. And for me, that just was not working. And I decided that I really, really in this experience needed to find myself. And I wasn't real happy about that. I wasn't real happy about losing what I thought I wanted. And I came to find out really quickly that many of the things that I had been doing were not really where my heart and my passion and my gifts really lied. I mean, I did amazing things in those positions and in those wearing those hats and checking off those boxes. And I'm thankful for those experiences. I truly, truly am. 
But I realized that that was not all that I could do. That was not all that I was supposed to do. There were so many things that I was designed and placed here and chose to come here to do. So I wanted to get about doing those things. So like I said, we left a career path that we had been on, um, in a, an identity that I'd had for almost my entire life. Um, and maybe in future episodes, we'll talk about um, you know how I grew up in my childhood, but there was things that I realized that going forward I needed to do. And so one of those things was, um, and a dear friend of mine through a chance, and I don't really call it a chance, I know it was divine intervention, she called me up one day and said, hey, I'm doing this business, I really think that you'd be good at it, so I did the buy-in for you, I'm sending you the stuff, but there's a catch to it. And I was like, okay, so there's always a catch to it. She's like, well, this is really not like one of those, you know, smoke and mirror type things or sleazy salesman type things. She's like, this is about you. She's like, you're really going to have to take some time, personally develop who you are. And she says, when you get this stuff, call me back. We'll go through it. And she said, I'll help you get started with this. But you're going to have to commit that you're going to have to learn some new skills. You're going to have to learn some new things about yourself. You're going to have to learn kind of who Rachel is. And she had known me through this entire experience of loss and and this entire experience of recreating myself. And she had a tool that she knew that I needed and she presented that tool to me. And I'm forever grateful to her for doing that for me. So that tool that she gave me and that tool that that business gave me was personal development. And while I had done things and got my education and got my nursing degree and I got a bachelor's degree. I did all of, like I said, I did all the check boxes. I went to seminars. I went to marriage seminars. I did all of the things I was supposed to do, or at least I thought I was supposed to do, but none of them really like focused on me as Rachel. And so when I started really focusing on myself and in that personal development space, and I started reading books and finding mentors and finding uh, coaches and finding team members that pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and questioned and questioned and questioned, why were you doing this? Why did you do this? Why do you believe this? Why do you think this? Should you change the way that you're looking at this? Maybe your perspective needs to change. Maybe your client doesn't think this. Maybe they want this. How do you, you know, ask a question even can change the outcome of a conversation. And so I was so amazed at the time and the space that I got to spend with myself. And so for the next couple of years, I really, really delved into this. You know, we, as a couple and as a family, we were struggling. You know, we'd lost our main source of income. We were uh, facing a lot of debt. We had to move to a different state because we couldn't afford where we lived. We lost our friends. We were dealing with fear. We were dealing with anger and bitterness, and we lost hope in a lot of things. But this piece of personal development kept coming up. And my husband got a sales job, and he got really into personal development as well. And we would talk about things at the dinner table with our kids hearing us. We would discuss things. We would um, challenge each other in things. And we kept asking ourselves individually as people and as a, you know, and as a couple, we kept asking ourselves, well, who do we want to become? Because we thought we wanted this thing. Now that has ended and we 
realized coming through the process of healing that that was not the arena that we needed to be in. We needed to be in another one. And that while our abilities and who we kind of were as people would not change, there were many things that we had to learn and add on to who we were. And so we started, you know, really delving into personal development and going to seminars and listening to mentors and doing mindset training and doing our miracle morning. So if you're a miracle morning person, I'm cheering you on because that's one of the best books I've ever read. So kudos to you guys if you've read that book. We started several businesses. We started doing more humanitarian aid that we were truly passionate about again. And so we started recreating things. We started really, really delving into this idea of self and loving self because we'd always been giving and we realized how empty our cups were. We had been giving and giving and giving and giving and giving for decades and, you know, not really too many decades. I'm not that old, but some decades. And we had really just been giving and we, while we got at times, we weren't really filling our own cups and our own souls and our own spirits and our own minds with the things that we needed. So as we journeyed through this, you know, we had times and places where things were really amazing and then things were not really amazing. And so for me on my journey, um, Christmas of 2018 was one of those places where I really hit a wall and it had nothing to do with finances. We were doing great financially. We were doing great emotionally. We were doing great, you know, relationally. Our businesses were booming. Everything seemed to be going really, really well, but I had forgotten one component about myself and that was my physical health. And so I went in for a checkup and walked out um, with a very scary diagnosis, um, was looking at the cancer word, and I was like, you know, I am not ready for this. I don't, <laughs> I don't want this. Um, nobody does. But I was facing this, and, you know, it was right during the Christmas holiday, so trying to get further testing done, trying to get doctor's reports, trying to get in and out of the doctor's office. It took a long time, so we ended up going into the new year, and I'm still not sure what this diagnosis is. They're thinking it's a very aggressive kind. I may not have very long. Um, then they find other places in my body that have potential cancer cells, and one of them was on my throat. And they were talking about how I couldn't talk. I had to go on this restriction of not speaking for um, a, but an allotted amount of time every day. And I'm thinking, I'm a mom. How can I not talk to my kids? I run a business that helps business owners where I teach and train. How can I not speak? So I really kind of had to put the brakes on everything because I was facing this huge, massive physical problem in my life. And I realized through talking with um, not traditional medicine, but some of the uh, individuals that I had in some of the meetings that I had been attending, I started paying attention to what they were saying. And many of them were intuitives, they were healers, they were Reiki healers, they were uh, mediums, they were just different types of people that were looking at the physical realm as well as the energetic realm in a completely different perspective. And I was like, that's what I need right there. And so I began working with some of them and found out a lot of what I was dealing with was more emotional than it actually was physical and it was manifesting as physical. And so, you know, I started looking and I started asking questions um, of people that had answers for me. And 
when I started doing this, I realized that, you know, my questions that I was having were questions that I had as a child that no one could answer. Um, they were questions that I was dealing with and things that I could see and feel and hear that weren't necessarily of this physical world. And I was dealing with this and I didn't realize how much I had resisted that, resisted those things. And they were now coming forth in my body and were re really manifesting. And I physically, I was not in a good place. And so I had also, um, secretively, never really talked about it, um, openly until about two years ago, that I had been fighting mental illness for most of my adult life and probably even into my teens. Um, but I was dealing with several mental illnesses and um, I had extreme postpartum depression, um, was medicated um, after uh, two, or three, uh, two of my three children um, heavily and I continued to fight this battle of depression and anxiety and panic attacks and all of these other things and I had grown up growing up I had a learning disability so there were things that just kind of catapulted for me and I didn't realize how one thing led to the other because I hadn't dealt with the emotions of dealing with that situation even as a teenager or a young adult because I wasn't around people who looked at the physical and energetic world and said, wait a second, they're not separate, they're together, you have to deal with them. And so I had lived in this wonderful space and with this wonderful family, um, but they couldn't give me answers. And so as I started seeking out these people more and more and more, I realized a lot of this was dealing with emotions. And so I ended up facing a very major mental breakdown <laughs> and I had to have my husband commit me. Um, for a period of time where I, you know, I had to seek professional treatment because it got severely bad. Um, and then I became heavily medicated. And while um, I'm a big proponent of the medical profession because I was in it for many, many years, um, there were some things that I wasn't really a big proponent on. Um, and I just kept getting, every time I went in, they would add another medication, another medication, another, another medication. And I became a walking zombie is really what I became. And for me, that wasn't working. And so I continued to seek out the help of these uh, medical intuitives and holistic practitioners and uh, natural paths and acupuncturists and all of these people. I kept asking and asking and I kept seeking treatment. And finally, things started working for me. And I started a better diet and I started taking supplementations that could help my uh, my depression and help my anxiety and help all of those things and I hope to in the future be able to share some of those tools that and some of those people that have helped me along this journey and they can share with you their passion and their heart and their specialty that they do um, because as healers and people on this journey of healing ourselves there's a collective of people who have many different abilities and we have to seek those people out because we can't be everything to everybody so I can't be everything to every one of my listeners except for the time and space that I have you listening to this podcast but if there's something that you're seeking or needing please reach out to me because I would love to connect you with this amazing network of healers and practitioners that I know that have helped me and helped many other people that I know if that is something that you're needing or seeking. Um, but like I said, you know, I felt like I needed 
something more. And it wasn't just in the physical, but it was now in the emotional uh, realm. And so I began to really, really be intentional about what I was doing and the people that I went and I sought help from. So I kind of in the middle of the year of uh, 2019, you know, after I had gone through these diagnoses and thankfully found out they were misdiagnosed. Um, they were infections that I had that showed up um, and one of them was completely gone. Um, so, you know, there were, there was a lot of miracles happening. So I am super blessed to the creator God for, you know, healing my body in that way. But as I began to deal with these emotions, many of my physical symptoms started subsiding and even my doctors in the medical field were like, what are you doing? And so I was able to share with them some of the things that I was doing and bridge that gap of the uh, emotions as well as the physical. And many of them became very, very interested in what I was doing. And so I realized for me that it meant that there was more that I could do for not only for myself, but for others. And so I began seeking out a coach. And so while I was extremely intentional about this. I mean, every day I set for like two months, I set this intention that I wanted to find this person. I wanted to find somebody that was not in my arena of people I already knew. I was very intentional about that. I wanted to find somebody who had really no uh, contact with who I was. So we went in with a clean slate. She knew nothing about me. She, except for what I let her know. So I wanted this relationship to be almost very sterile at the very beginning because I needed this authentic experience of who I was becoming. And it's not that I don't like coaches that I knew that I know personally or that I've had relationships in other arenas before because many of them do amazing, amazing work. So I'm not saying that, but for me at that time I needed somebody who was not in my arena or my sphere of relationships in any way. And so I went to this event one day on a whim. I wasn't going to go. I was fighting it. I was really resisting it. Really, really, you know, really, 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 really resisting it. And I was fighting so much that it even affected my family. I had this crazy fight with my husband that morning. And, you know, we, we were just at odds. And so I left really just because I wanted to get out of the house and I didn't want to be around anybody else. So I go to an event where I'm around all these people. That's kind of how I work sometimes. So I walk into this event and I go through all these, you know, booths and I'm talking to people that I know, I'm meeting new people that I don't know. And I'm talking and I'm talking and I'm talking and I feel this pool um, in the room and I'm kind of like, wait a second, there's somebody here that I'm supposed to meet. And so I continue to walk around and I was very um, kind of like hyper aware almost of what was going on around me. And I kept looking and I was like, in my mind, um, I started seeing this vision of a person, um, and I was like, wait a second, and I turned around, and that person was right there in, in a different part of the room, and I saw them, and I went right to them, and I began talking to them, and now, even to this day, I get to spend you know, several times a month with her as she helps me continue to grow in my healing process and dealing with my things that I have to deal with in life and helping me to expand my consciousness, my vision, my business, all of the things that I'm doing. And she's helped me in that process. So I was super grateful for that. So I began like working with her really intensely and I 
really wanted to do it quickly. Like I didn't want to just like go once or twice a month. So I went every week for several, like five months. We were met every week and that was not really how she always liked to do it. But I was like, no, I want this process accelerated. I want to get through this. I want to deal with this because I know if I let off the pedal, I'll just stop. And I know, I know that's my personality. I know that I need to change that. And I knew what I wanted to grow and learn. So we did this really like intensive process and I continued to push and push and push and push and push. And I had to do a lot of work. I had to do a lot of shadow work, a lot of trauma work, a lot of past life regression work. I had to do, you know, I had to work on me because I wasn't happy with where I was. I wasn't happy with my physical state. I wasn't happy with my mental and emotional state. And I had been going through this process now for almost five and a half, you know, years. And I was still hitting roadblocks and you're going to hit roadblocks. So don't think that you won't like, this is a continual process of healing. You will continue and continue to grow and learn um, about yourself. But I had to come to this realization that I didn't really love myself. I didn't really understand what the concept of love was to me. I understood what it was in the confines of what people told me it was in marriage or what people told me it was with my children or what people told me it was with my parents. But I had never really like sat down and wrote down or defined what that meant to me, to myself. And so when I started looking through a very different lens of who I was and who I wanted to become, my world completely changed. And I began to have non-negotiables in my schedule of self-love and self-care times because I had been a mom, I had been a wife, I'd been doing all these things, and I had really forgotten to take care of myself. So that became a priority to me, even though I was doing a lot of the things the books were saying, I wasn't really doing them with the intention of taking care of me. It was like, I was doing these things because I needed to grow my business, or I was doing these things so I could help my clients, or I was doing these things because, 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 and I realized I needed to do them because I wanted to do them and I wanted to grow as an individual myself. And I wanted to love myself in the process of doing this. So I really had to slow down and I had to die to a lot of things because I was very much driven by ego um, from our, our past life, the uh, career path that my husband and I had chosen, you know, that was very much for me driven by ego. Um, it was often driven by judgment. It was often driven by, um, you know, these ideas and uh, constructs that I thought to be real, but they weren't really real because I didn't believe them. I didn't understand. I understood them in my head, but I didn't really understand them in my heart. So I didn't know how to tell people about them in such a way that it was heartfelt. It was always very head, you know, it was stuck in my head. And so it was very much this, you know, force it down people's throat type way of living. And I didn't want to be like that anymore. I didn't want to be that type of spiritual being having a human experience. So when I began looking through a new lens, I had to really take a step back from a lot of those ego things. So I actually t did the opposite of what everybody told me in 2020. I got off of social media. I got out of the spotlight. I stopped a business in which I was in front of people and talking and doing things. I took myself out of all these leadership positions that I had been holding and all these positions of uh, power that I had. And I took a step back and I said, okay, who is Rachel without all of that? And I started 
pulling back those layers and understanding who I truly was and who I could be even in those places, but in a different, through a different lens. I began speaking through a different lens. I began treating others through a different lens. I began treating my family through a different lens. I began treating my words and my thoughts through this different lens of looking and loving people because I believe that we are all created beings in the image of the creator God. And if we are that, and if we love our creator, then we should love everything he's created. And if we can't love ourselves, then we're not loving something that he created. And so I really had to take this step back and, you know, I stopped coaching. I stopped doing work outside of my, outside of my home. Most of us ended up staying home in 2020 anyways. But, you know, I really intentionally took time to like unplug and unplug from all of the systems that even our society um, put on us as what a mother should like look like, what a wife should look like, what a working at home mom should look like, what a businesswoman should look like. All of these things that were I was supposed to supposed to do and check these boxes off wasn't working for me. So I had to take the time to redesign who I really was. And I had to redesign that through this new lens, through the lens of self-love, through the lens of worth and value and knowing that and owning that and understanding who I was as this spiritual being having this human experience. So that is a little bit about my journey and how I got here. And that is why this podcast is such a passion to me because I want to be able to have a way just to have a conversation with you and with others about where you are on your spiritual journey, where you're going on your spiritual journey, what tools do you need on your spiritual journey. So on this podcast, there'll be a lot of teaching and a lot of tools and action items that you'll be able to do. There'll be a lot of stories that'll be told of other uh, men and women that have gone through some of these processes and have been able to take themselves and heal themselves and create and design the lives that they want. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about having conversations. It's about building community. It's about challenging each other to be just authentically and soulfully who we are as spiritual beings, having this amazing human experience, despite all of the crap going on in society right now. This is an amazing time to be alive and it's amazing time to heal. And it's an amazing time for you to make an impact on your world. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Rachel Woosley podcast. I appreciate your listenership. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast, that you share it out with your friends and that you connect with me over on Instagram. I'm looking forward to chatting with you over there or seeing you here on the next episode of the Rachel Woosley podcast.